Welcome to Always Bev, The Ripple Effect. I am your host, Barb Jordan. This episode is in regards to Eliza Fletcher, a woman who was out jogging early in the morning who was abducted and killed just this last week. And this episode is a reflection of the danger that women face daily in America and across the world when we are in vulnerable and isolated areas. Shine all over St. Mary's School. I'm going to let it shine. Eliza Fletcher was a mom, a wife, a friend, a daughter, a teacher, a difference maker, and so much more. She graduated from Belmont University with a Master's of Art in teaching, and she took that degree to Memphis, Tennessee, where she taught at St. Mary's. This little light of mine, I'm gonna let it shine. This little light of mine. This is difficult. This is sad. It's maddening. It's emotional. I've heard a lot of different comments from a lot of different women across the United States. And what I want to say is, according to my therapist this morning, is that I'm a ninja because I'm not afraid to speak up ab- about the violence against women. A lot of people out there are saying, why did she go out at 4 or 4.30 in the morning? It's her fault. I want to tell you something. It's not her fault. She chose that time because that's the only time in the day that she had for herself. What did I just say? She's a mom. She's a wife. She's a teacher. She's involved with her church. This was her window. I'm not a fan about it. I'm not a fan for it. But this is what she chose. And I want to tell you that anytime a woman leaves their house and they run in an area of isolation, we have targets on our back. I have statistics to prove it. I have stories to prove it. I have Karina Vetrano, Molly Tibbetts, Vanessa Mercati, all runners in the middle of the day who were murdered simply because they were in areas of isolation. And for all you men out there that say, I don't have a problem. I don't have a problem if I run early in the morning or I run on this trail. Of course you don't because you're a man. Try Googling a story when you're settled in wherever you have, whenever you have time and Google woman assaulted jogging, woman killed jogging, and then Google the same thing about a man, man assaulted jogging and man murder jogging. And you tell me which headlines show up. So for Eliza Fletcher, on September 2nd, at 4.30 in the morning, she was jogging near the University of Memphis. When a car pulled in front of her, stopped, a man came out of that car, ran towards her, grabbed her, shoved her into the passenger side, and sat there for four minutes before he drove away. We'll never know exactly what happened, but my theory on it is that in those four minutes, Eliza Fletcher was killed. If you do choose to run at 4, 4.30, 6, 6.30 in the morning, 11 o'clock in the afternoon, on a jogging trail, on a hiking trail, in the mountains, whatever it is, if you choose to do that, you have to have skills to stay safe. And the first skill you have to have is awareness. You have to stay aware of your surroundings. You got to ditch the earbuds. Your ears are your greatest sense. You have to have your eyes and your ears open. You have to trust your intuition. If you see something and you get that funny feeling, 
stop and go back, go back to where there's people. For Eliza, I don't know. We're never going to know all the details that happened. We don't know if this killer hunted her. What does that mean? We don't know if this killer stayed awake at night on many nights by his demons and went out at 4, 430 in the morning often and saw Eliza on different mornings. And then on this particular morning said, today's the day. And he went out and he knew her path and he followed her and he made his move. Or was he just out this one morning, saw Eliza, saw that she was a target and that she was alone and he made his move. We'll never know. I mentioned being aware of our surroundings. It's so important. And for Eliza, if this car did in fact pass her, slow down, come to a stop at that moment, if that ever happens to you, stop and go back the other direction. Cross the street. But if somebody gets out of their car, you stop approaching them. You go the other way. There is no purpose for that man to be out of their car specifically at that time in the morning. Have something with you. And your phone is great if you can activate it. And we don't know where Eliza's phone was. All we know is that it was knocked to the ground. Have something with you. I like pepper gel more than pepper spray because pepper spray can come back at you if there's some sort of breeze in the air. Pepper gel goes out in a stream. It could shoot eight to 10 feet. If you can get one or two drops into somebody's eyes, you got about 20 seconds where you need to defend yourself and then it'll kick in and you can have a chance to escape. The other thing is know where somebody is vulnerable. If somebody ever attacks you, understand your plan ahead of time. Not knowing a plan makes you vulnerable. If you're scared, how will you know what to do? I am telling you that a thumb or fingers into the eye, the palm of your hand into their nose, an elbow to the throat, a knee or a fist to the groin, anything like that can stun your attacker and scream like you've never screamed before because predators want you to go quietly. And you have to know that if anything ever happens, you will fight for your life because you deserve it. And you should be able to leave your house and return to your home and your family every day in the same condition that you left. I want to share with you some statistics about prisoners that are released on parole. 51% of prisoners that are released on parole, commit a new crime within three years. 60% commit a crime within four years. Eliza's killer, he falls into the two-year range. He was released on parole in November 2020. He falls into the 44% of people released on parole commit a crime within two years. If you have any means to change legislation in your area, I am telling you, we deserve the right to have people that have committed violent attacks to be registered as violent offenders. Don't you want to know where violent people are living in your neighborhood? Because I'm telling you, the people out there, like a Rich Lewis in Los Angeles, California, who spent 30 years in jail, don't the people in his neighborhood and his work have the right to know that he served time for murder? I think we all have that right. 
And if I can do anything in legislation one day, it would be that these people that are paroled after committing a violent crime have to register as violent offenders. That in itself would help us make the best decisions to stay safe. Our next episode will be a guest who was attacked while she was jogging, how she survived, and what she's doing now to help others. I'm your host, Barb Jordan. Thanks for joining me in this special episode, and may Eliza's light always shine. So before we go, I wanted to remind you of something that we do at St. Mary's that's so special and that I miss a lot. So I want to see if you can join in with me. We're going to sing This Little Light of Mine. Okay? This little light of mine, I'm going to let it shine. This little light of mine, I'm going to let it shine. Let it shine, let it shine, let it shine.